You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. During Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, managing editor Ira Chauffel, and senior writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, pistols, and pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, some little headlines. Headliner questions about ready to get answered, or at least as many as we can get to. This hour brought to you by our friends. And, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw, Dr. Birch, Birch Orthodontics, she uh, tweeted at us that she... Uh, was almost beside herself. She was so excited. When? I, it was to and you. And all me. of us? Yeah. Man, I missed some Twitters this weekend. I missed well, those a lot. It was, it was missed, a lot. I missed uh, the sausage promo. Uh, originally, well, when, you got to be better about that. Yeah. You definitely have to be better And about I missed sausage. Dr. Burst. When? So this was like after the game or the next day? I don't know. I just saw it on my timeline. I don't know when it was. Could have been one hour after the game. Could have been 19 hours. Because I'll we go were find busy. It. We were busy. But it's, it was in there. The point is, I'm telling you now, that she was very excited. I was thinking about her last night. Yeah. The, just what what she must have thought about Jordan Travis's play. Because Oh, she had to be elated, right? She's, you know, might have been more in, a little bit more in your camp. Yeah. Not putting yeah. her business out there. But I think yeah. she might have been a little bit more uh, in your camp in terms of for the confidence reason. level. We're waiting for it to happen. And then it happened. So yeah. we wanting, can celebrate Wanting it. it to be there. But sure, just not sure, sure. if it's ever going to come. And uh, so, no, that's cool. And virtual orthodontics.com is the website best orthodontic care you can get really in the free world i mean there's, <laughs> there's probably some communist countries where you know they may have maybe they've got better orthodontic care we don't I know i doubt it i doubt it I but, doubt. but in the free world yeah. i can speak for the free world yeah and uh virtual orthodontics is where you want to go they've got the latest technology invisalign all the great uh techniques and newest advancements in orthodontic work free consultations payment plans best in the business and they're happy about the knolls very happy about the Knowles. That old, we all are. Yeah, everybody is. All right, here we go. We got a lot. I'm going to start with Twitter, Ira. Yes. Brandon writes, look at the PFF numbers on WarChan. I was surprised Marion's number was so bad because of Booty's lack of production, and they seemed matched up a lot. Any thoughts on the secondary and why the coverage grades were poor, despite seemingly uh, like they mostly slowed down the wide receivers? Well, the fourth quarter didn't help. Yeah. But I would also say... A 99-yard drive will hurt, it'll hurt, hurt your numbers. scores. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but again... You take into account in in a coverage grade whether or not uh, a guy you know whether he catches a ball or not. There's other aspects of it, um, and if you have a quarterback who doesn't put it on a guy who's open, I mean your corner still gets dinged. Yeah. yeah. So I, I I think that there was a mixture there. Uh, now listen, Florida State's game plan quite clearly was to. I mean, this was as standard operating procedure as you can get. This is your classic two over the top. I'm going to get pressure with my front four. 
I think I can get to your quarterback and harass and harangue him, and he's not an accurate passer anyhow. And if you're doing that, you're going to probably give up some runs. Yeah. So they were willing to let Jaden Daniels run some. He ended up being their leading rusher with over 100 yards, but that's what you gave up to prevent him from getting to those receivers. Yeah, Yeah, well, and and you probably went into the game. Look, it didn't come out of nowhere. Nobody just made it up. These receivers are very good, and they're they're looked at and well thought of by NFL scouts and the like. So he's looking at that film, the Ines guy in line, saying – and I don't know. Uh, we give up too many, you know, man one-on-one situations. We could we could have a problem here, even with Jaden Daniels. So we're going to give him help over the top, and we're going to hope, like hell, we can just uh, rally to the ball and, and get him down, and, and that he will not be able to sustain a drive just running around. And if you look at the first half totals, they had three points. Yeah. So well, they had what, three points until the fourth quarter, right? Or right at the beginning of the fourth quarter? Right at the beginning, but, yeah. Man, and that's where some of the booties, booty, booty, it's booty, booty. it's booty, booty. yeah. The TV people, I think, were saying booty. But anyway, somebody was saying booty. But anyway, he um, before we all say booty, and mm-hmm. now it's it's, it's it's booty all over the map. But anyway, he um, his frustration, I think, probably didn't start that day. I'm thinking coming out of camp, he had a sense. He's not thinking that this guy's going to give me the numbers that I want to have in my last year of college football. He's thinking Nussmeyer might yeah. be the answer, Coach. <laughs> I actually said thinking. that during the game. I was like, I'm afraid if this kid plays any worse to start the second they're half, pull that, him? they're going to pull him and maybe that if, kid's I better. Think, I think if Akeem Dent doesn't push him to the ground, push him after the throw, he I might think, get benched. I think that's third and ten. If they don't convert there and they're punting it back down 17-3 to three, late in the third, yeah, I think he's done. I think they bring in the, the other kid. And but, Nussmeyer might not be better, but he might probably you'd have to believe he is a better passer. He is a better passer. Uh, wouldn't be hard to be. I would also say that their other fear was they just simply can't block. Can't block. Yeah, oh, they for sure. So, they, they had that, that's that's, that's the biggest thing. Uh, Brian writes, what's the register sausage code? Ha! But seriously, we'd love to hear your take blocked. on what you saw in right. NOLA. No, it's uh, blocked was the one for the for Now the it's free victory one. sausage. Now it's victory sausage. Victory sausage. All caps. We had an amazing weekend, and the war chant was heard everywhere. Also, the LSU fans I talked to said they started the wrong quarterback. Thoughts? Well, they're going to say that after that game. I mean, obviously they were frustrated, but I will say this to, to your other part there, Brian. It was impressive to see the Florida State uh, contingent. That was, was awesome. It was awesome. Everywhere I went, uh, you know. I bet you the players have no, had no idea. I mean, like the Notre Dame game was a good environment, but yeah. I don't know if it was. They, they've qu- never had an environment like that on the road, right? I mean, that was. I'm, and I asked Pokey yeah. about it after the game, and he's like, "Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect, but he wasn't expecting that. He said he even started at the hotel, and then to go out there, and it's legitimately." If it's not 50-50, it's darn close. Yeah. And it was loud. And it was really loud. The band did a great job, too. Yo, Shout out sure. to the band. They cheerleaders were, were great. The flamethrower girls. I didn't even the notice batons. the cheerleaders at all. I tell the, you, the, baton, but the band was something. The band is always great. But, but the, the band was exceptional. The baton twirlers that light it on fire. Mm-hmm. That's every one of them now. I know, but like, how, when do you, how good must you get at it to say, let me try it now with fire? I'd like to think you'd have to get very good. Like, that I don't think 10, you're haphazardly lighting both 10, ends 000, of a baton well, and saying, let's give it a go. That's, could go with blades. I mean, I feel like that would be a little chainsaws. bit. Chainsaws. Because I don't know. That's not a flaming chainsaws. Oh, there we go. Yeah. It, In honor of Al Dunlap. There we go. I like <laughs> <laughs> that was really well played. Uh, Houston writes, what teams will FSU be underdogs to this year? It can't be that many with the ACC shaking out like it is. Well, again, week one is always where we get the overreactions, good and bad. It was not a great weekend for the ACC, there's no doubt. I have a feeling NC State will fix it, but I could be wrong. I still think they'd be favored. Unless they NC lose State, a couple games between NC State's now and hosting then. the game, they'll be yeah. favored. Clemson will be favored. Uh, on the road at Miami, Florida State will be an underdog. That's yeah. three. 
Probably, Maybe probably, Florida. Probably NC State unless they – Yeah, so NC State, Clemson, yeah. and Miami. Maybe Florida. I mean, we don't really – That's we'll a good, really good win for them. We'll see what it means moving forward. The Cam quarterback's rising. good. Good God, man. What are you doing from the That's the, the worst. That's that's incredible. That's I'm just still in, pissed. Why would, you, why would you try to fling it in there? You're, 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 you're in chip shot range to go to overtime, also, and it's second down. Mobile. What are we doing? It's second down. What are you trying to fit it into a – there was no window there. That was really dumb. It was a good scene, though, man. Kim and I, were, we were in a jazz band, and she's letting to listen to music, and I'm getting to watch that Football, game. Yeah. It was a, it's a, no, good times. I was at the Rusty Nail for that play, and I was watching, and there was a table in front of me of – Florida State fans, and I, I thought it was rather interesting that one of the gentlemen must have lost a sizable amount of money because he threw his cup of beer against the wall. I was like, hey, man, it's week one, baby. Yeah. we got to yeah. slow our roll here. You're going to lose some games now. I know I don't want Florida to win either, but Jesus. <laughs> Maybe his inhibitions had gone a little bit, too, we, by that time. We're in an establishment. Yeah, right. This isn't yeah. your don't house or your State, friend's apartment. Don't give a Florida State fans a bad name by just throwing <laughs> your beer around. Uh, Chris writes, last year FSU got their second win on October the 6th. This year they got it. The earliest they have in program history, I assume. I'm not a googling that. Is, that's is what probably that's that probably is correct, right? Two and zero by September. 3rd I like how 4th. I like how he's going to just roll with it. Just yeah, like you would. I mean, how could you prove us wrong, kids? Yeah. If they are bowl eligible by October the eighth this year, will Ira give us an hour number two? Ira, you got to give us an man, hour number two. If they're bowl two. eligible by October eighth, yes, you should, man. Come on. I mean, it's six and zero, right? It's got to be. They'd be six and zero. It would be so underwhelming though when they've had your hour number twos in the past. Like, there's no way I can meet that's, that standard. Well, that's fair. And that goes for a lot of things, not just out of oh, yeah. twos. Clearly. Ryan writes, does Jeff have Mike Ravel's luck with Wi-Fi? Yeah, that was – well, you you saw me. I was trying to get on there in the, in the Superdome, and it yeah. got silly. I, it wasn't my fault. That was the Superdome's problem. And I then think, we got it together afterwards. And the problem is you got a newfangled Mac, so I couldn't even help you out because I have no idea. I think you're just old and it's operator error. It wasn't an operator error. He saw it. I bet if Matthew was there, he'd have fixed it. He I, bet some, I bet somehow Matthew would have gotten no, it. No, you could have had a 15 year old there. They would have been like, you're screwed. <laughs> this Wi Fi sucks. There's 60,000 people in here. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, How'd you did you get on Wi Fi? Somehow, we're, somehow we're Yeah, we got else. on. Hold weird. on a second. I also got on later. It was just not in time for the start of the pregame oh, show, right. is the problem. Right. And at that point, Tom needed to take <laughs> over. Also, I got through. Hey, it's man. just that hey, it just was a little so defensive. No, no. It was a little garbled. It was a little garbled. I think that was the 60,000 plus. You guys were just typing. Daniel Cantrell came back, by the way, and had uh, another uh, Well, post. good God, Daniel. Appreciate you. Well, but I'll get to him. i got to finish reading Je- Ryan's question. Is Tatum Bethune the best linebacker we've had since Telvin? I think so, is what he wrote. Um, Jeff, I'm 0-2 in my early gambling obsession. Am I cursed? No, no. At 0-2, you got you got to double down, Ryan. There's yeah. no way you lose bet. three in a row. Chase yeah. it. Yeah. Chase it. Chase the money. Yeah. Chase always. And if you lose three in a row, there's no then just triple the bet because there's yeah. no way you lose it four in a row. No way. Chase no way. Yeah, it's mathematically impossible. It's mathematically impossible to lose four bets in a row. So if you lose yeah. your first three, you just triple down on the fourth bet and you make your money back. Right. Guaranteed. I, I, guaranteed. That's, guaranteed. That's how people make that's how people, uh, Most people pull know. themselves out of a hole. Yeah. If you get down, you know, 10, 15 games, perhaps your mortgage, whatever it might be, but you got to increase. You got to increase it. You got to really dive. Either believe in what you're doing or you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have never. It's only a gambling problem if you lose. Yeah, you can't enter into the fray uh, with timidity. No, you can't do it. Sean writes. There are numbers to call, by the way, if you do have real gambling issues. So please. Also, if you don't get sarcasm, then that's on you. (laughs) Sean writes thoughts on your head coach jumping up and down like he just won the Super Bowl after the game. I'm all for excitement after a conference championship or natty, but a season opener you almost gave away. I, I, Sean, I really do think it's it was so much more relief. Than anything else, uh, I remember what he did. Like think about him at the end of the Miami game, which to this point 
was the biggest win of his career. He didn't go doing cartwheels down the sidelines after they won that game. He was in the moment saying, no, they can't spike the ball. They can't spike it. The game should be over. And then he just raised his arms in the air. But he's also an emotional dude. And he. I don't want people to get the impression that he's this guy that's just jumping on people's backs and glad hand them at practice all yeah. the time. He is a hard ass at practice. He he does not he they love him. I think they really do like playing for him, at least most of them do. Yeah. Um but he is not just a player's coach right. that just goes around high fiving and, and smiling all the time. He he gets after him at practice and he's an emotional dude. And I also think it's not just we kind of said earlier he realized that he kind of got to get out of jail free card a little bit. But it wasn't just about that. I think it's about the players. Yeah, he, he knows cares, what yeah. they yeah. put into it and for them to have not been rewarded with a win would have been devastating. And I think he was happy for them. We've got another contributor. My goodness gracious. Pop it up there, Daniel. Thank you very much. It's him again. As uh, Ira pointed out, user error. Try again. In my opinion, it was the perfect inning. Give kids assurance that they are doing the right things. Keeps them humble that it wasn't a loss. Underclass particular for future uh, culture. Future culture. Yes, no, maybe good olds. I, I think so. Man, that makes – I mean, I, I do. I, I, if they had – to Corey's point earlier, if, if they had won 31-10, to 10, maybe you don't focus on some of the things that you've screwed up. Like, now they yeah, have a lot of things easy to, to really focus on. Yeah. You know, again, it goes back to that Notre Dame game last year where they played well enough to be in the game and they didn't get any better. It took a month before they got better again. Also, you can get a feeling that you're, uh, you're snake-bitten. And I think all those players probably thought after that kid caught that touchdown with no time left, after they get somehow a free play, right. um, they, they're snake bit. They can't win these games. These types of games, they just choked away one of the biggest wins. They the, One of the biggest wins of their careers, they just choked it away. And then Shaheen Brown went and said, no, you won. And I just think there can be um, just a loosening of, of all the pressure and expectations, that, the pressure that comes with that. And now they don't feel snake bitten anymore. That I, could I be wouldn't. a thing too. But I, I think I really you probably wouldn't would prefer be, the twenty-one point win. Sure, but I also wouldn't be overly concerned about my coach having a lot of fun with his players after a win uh, that they sorely needed. I don't think that'll be his reaction after every win. No, it, that would be comical and a problem. But <laughs> but but that's not who he's going to be after every win. It's that they nearly gave away a game they dominated, and he did feel a sense of relief because I think. That and Ira, you and I looked at each other in the press box. We understood the magnitude of what was happening. If somehow that had slipped away, it's worse than Jacksonville State. He's got a real problem on his. No, head. it's it's a worse loss than Jacksonville State. It's a it's it's just an incredible. I was talking to uh, Coach Henshaw, who does the Henshaw's house yeah. columns for us, and I said, "Man, it, that is the worst profession. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Such how, a thin how line, right? Yeah. How lucrative that position is. But if this guy, if they take off now." Look back at this game sure. and what would have happened if it had gone the other way? If Shaheem Brown does not block that does kick. Does not make that play. Yeah, no, he, he may want to give a portion of his salary to Shaheem. Before, but he's <laughs> Who dead. I love, by the way. He's hilarious. The fact that he's – I mean, it was very Preston Parker-ish at Miami where the LSU fans are throwing waters at him and, and he's stuff. Waving and he's waving goodbye. <laughs> hey, well, when he ran straight over to LSU's bench, I was like, are, is there about to be a fight? Because that uh, is just cold-blooded. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is ruthless. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he said they were giving him giving the business before the game, so you yeah. want to give it back. Do y'all, I, I thought um, – I'm not sure, and I thought Bethune had a nice game. Uh, there's some stuff you can't do against uh, – he's not going to – I don't know if he's going to play a ton in a spread against a spread offense like that. Um, I'm not sure that he's better than Deloach. Well, in this particular game, Kalen Deloach was very, very good. Yeah. I think Tatum Bethune will be the more consistent linebacker. Probably, but that also has a, to do some different things. It's a good things. thing yeah. to have. Like, you know, mm. it's not – you know, 
Tatum Bethune on last year's team, especially early in the season, would have been by far the by best player. By far linebacker. the best player. That's how much Kalen DeLoach has Kalen improved DeLoach's as your a player, player, man. Yeah, He's yeah. a good player. But, uh, but yeah, if you're facing a team, Syracuse, for example, a team with a good running game, I think you're going to see more out of Tatum Bethune. I do too. Now, Matthew writes a long winded question about the end of that game. And I, I, okay, so listen, they screwed that up. The officials screwed that up. Because, at, first of all, if they had gotten it right, yeah, I mean, why, replay, why are we just assuming he's out of bounds? It's nuts that that guy, he's standing right, right there. So he misses the fact that he's down before he goes out of bounds. Now, the clock would temporarily have stopped because it was a first down. But they would have wound right. it immediately. And given the nature of that play, there's no way, in my opinion, up. that LSU would have gotten lined up in time to get the ball The only thing he would have tried to off. do, in my opinion, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm just, uh, I shouldn't assume this about Jane Daniels because he's played a lot of football. I think in that instance, when he knows that they got to go, the clock's running, that the clock's going to run as soon as they set it and You think down, he would have spiked it? He's going to spike it and the game's over. And yeah, they would have won possibly. another game. But we don't know that. But you also, don't. because they stopped it and because they went to replay – then the officials were like, well, look, they're, they're going to get a playoff because now everybody is going to line up as soon as he blows the whistle, they snap. Okay, well, then make them do that. Then they yeah, make, make them do it. Not an untied down. I bet we found a loophole. I think we found something they're going to have to address. He didn't even wind his hand. He no, just like, no, just like snap when you're ready. Because it had stopped, yes. But, and they, not, but they butchered it. And once they did, they couldn't back go back and, and undo but the butchering. They, but didn't they screw LSU earlier where there was a play where LSU had momentum? And, or the, it was oh, down yeah. at the goal yeah. line. Well, they scored a touchdown. Yeah, they scored a touchdown. And then they, they review it, it yeah. and say, it's yeah, just yeah, like. Yeah, but yeah. but I, I just think that in that, that that if that's the way the rule is written, where if you screw it up and there's one second left and you got a first down, we just, hey, man, point out the safeties. Change the call. Yeah. You've got all the time. Run the whatever world. you want to run. That's ridiculous. Now, because the rules of the game is the clock, once, the clock starts as soon as the ball is set down. Remember this. After they butchered it and took 45 minutes to review the butchering, which is something we have got to do better, everybody. But secondly, once they did that, Mike called timeout. Remember, he called timeout. Yeah, but they were going to give him an untied down either way. I agree, but then oh, people— Oh, that's a good point. He did, did he call timeout? He did call timeout. timeout. But, but they were already they they already getting lined up. Yeah, they he'd were, already so said, get one more gets play. one more play. Well, but Not, remember, there was a lengthy conversation yeah. between Mike and the officials. So whatever was being said there, I, and we need to ask Mike, he was being told, well, I'm sure he was being told, we screwed this up, but it was a first down. The clock's going to stop. Now it can't start because we've taken 10 minutes to review this whole thing. And then Mike was, well, screw it. I'm calling timeout. Then. Yeah, but because I, I've I, already shown you what I'm lined up in. The whole thing was nonsense. The whole thing was nonsense. And also, I just don't know why it takes 10 minutes. Well, we don't – what is – the whole stadium saw, saw that, that he, was, he down. was down. Yeah. Everybody saw it. What are we doing? And also, um, I think Norvell challenged the call. He did. He did. Well, that's dumb. What was the point? If you know the rules that they're going to get a play a free play no matter what, well, no, he was, what's the difference between him going out of bounds and him staying in bounds? I Nothing. think the reason for the delay was that the officials had to talk to the command center and say, "What do we do? We have screwed." Well, he this was up. looking at that monitor. We for have screwed the whole time. this up beyond reason. Well, you can just stare at a monitor as long as you need to get an answer. Yeah, like, what true. do I do? I screwed this up. I've stopped the game. Well, I mean, if he didn't, ch- what was he going to do? They were gonna, they had stopped it. I mean, what was what, what was, was the point of challenging it? It didn't affect anything either way. Well, he probably didn't know that they wouldn't. Well, that's do what that. I'm saying. But how would you he know? I've never know. heard nobody. He nobody that's that. ever watched that game has ever heard of an untimed down in a football he knew game the, based well, on that. But he kind knew of the situation. spike rule. Well, that comes out. That's yeah, a, yeah. a rule that has been applied before. Terry writes, "Fellows, I was so glad to get that win and celebrate with victory sausage. Can we just stop making it so difficult? I think you can now, Terry." I really think each time you get a win like this, it gets a little easier to procure wins. Like, I think yeah. 
they'll have the confidence to finish games. Well, you know, I hope. Now, I do think our defensive coordinator is suffering from PTSD. I do believe. Well, that was ridiculous. I, well, I'm telling you, that's all Jacksonville State. Everything you saw at the end was because of Jacksonville State. You're not playing 25 yeah. yards off the ball and giving up free 20-yard plays if Jacksonville State didn't happen. Probably, that's, yeah. That's very possible, but I would also say, man, freaking make a play. You have football players out there that can make a play, just like the Jacksonville State game. Again, man, we can blame Adam Fuller. We can blame Mike Norvell. I agree, but dude. But you effing push the guy out of bounds. Get him on the ground, and I know, the we same agree. thing happened in this game. But both things can be true. We agree that when you're in a position to make a play, you got to make a play. You also don't have to be 25 yards off the ball. I agree. I mean, there was so much open space that he could just pitch and catch, and now you're an athlete in space. So yeah. I'm going to make you miss. Tackle, I'm going to make you miss sometimes, especially if I'm a good receiver. So sometimes I'm just going to make you look like a fool. Jaden Daniels did, did that to people too. You're like, well, get him on the ground. Well, hell, man, he's pretty good yeah. at, at running anyhow. And that's the frustrating part. You give him that much space. There's a balance between you can't be you can't be playing bump and run at the one yard line when you're a minute. You want them to use clock to go down the field, but at the same time, you can't give so free swaths. Of yardage. Massive swaths of yardage. Uh, Nick writes, how important was it for FSU's offensive line to have Maurice Smith back after missing last week? I, I, think, it was a, I think it was a big deal, man. Great snaps, I, too, by the way. Every, snap, every snap was on the money. Yeah, every I mean, snap was, was on the money. I agree with that. I, I think they have options. And I think they, man, again, with all the stuff that they threw at Jordan, and guys got through, man, they brought pressure, and, and some of it got home, but but – I thought they picked up a lot of it, and they never looked overwhelmed. Yeah. He certainly never did. And I think that's part of what he I didn't think they were getting – the pressure that came at Jordan most times was because of a blitz that was right. dialed up, not because you just couldn't block their right. guys. Right. I there weren't too many was, ass whippings. Yeah, that was encouraging. But you had a couple situations where guys – two guys went to the yeah, same they guy. Yeah, miscommunication, yeah. I think they're going to have to figure out what they want to do at right tackle, my opinion. Well, he graded out the best out of any of them. I don't. I, there's a couple things that I saw there that I, I worry about. There are aspects of his game that I do like. It will be interesting to see what they do. It's just nice to point out they have options. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got guys you can move around and try to figure this thing out. Because Darius so, didn't play, right? No, he didn't. But he, but he, he, he looked available. He, he, he could have, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, he's, he's a nice backup to have. Scoot, in Scooter Noel, by the way, weighed in here on the chat. Didn't have a question that I can see, but just weighed in and said, uh, basically, well, contributed 50 bucks. He just Thank said, here's Scooter some 50. Noel. Thanks, Scooter. Really appreciate it. Oh, he had a great time. Oh, had a great time at the Howell Wolf. There you go. The question popped up. We did too. It was was tight. It was a little warm in there. But it was. uh, I would just. We're very, very appreciative. I I hope. I hope. I know there were some of you that came and went without getting to talk to us, and that's awful. Just not. I mean, it was just so crowded. But um, I hope the people that came had a good time and got to talk to at least one of us. One of us uh, luminaries that were there at Howling Wolf. Uh, Tons of, of of commentary here. We have to take a break. I mean, it's. It's going to be hard. We're not going to get to everybody here, but we'll get to a lot of you. And so I answered a nice swath of both Facebook and Twitter questions. Do you want to add one last thing? we got some speed ones coming up. You, you want me to do a rapid a fire? speed round, yeah, right, of course. Rapid fire next. Similar headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Thanks for listening, headliners. As always, we appreciate it. We made it, guys. It is the start of the season. We would thank all of our sponsors, but right now we're going to thank Horizons because we're about to go have delicious food and some ice-cold beer, and we're going to enjoy the patio, and we're going to celebrate the return of football. You yeah. sing? I'm not going to sing this time. I, oh, I, I, know. I was I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not singing this time. Guys, you know the jingle. You know how it goes, and you also know that if you go in there and sing it to them, you get your meal for free. Is that something Completely we've agreed upon? free. Oh, yeah. I mean, get all the chicken, it's almost on shrimp, set. and everything. But you're not going to sing? I'm not going to sing. Sorry, guys. Y'all act like you don't like it, so I don't want to do it. But what, what we do like, 
I like the pimento cheese, and I love you the do. chicken sandwich that they have. You're Their chicken sandwich is on point. Like, it's as good as there yeah, is in the, the in the game. It's the 38 thing, it's called. 38 right? chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's delicious. I like it. But I always get the sun, what is it, sunset, sunrise shrimp. It's the one with the sun in it, guys. It's the shrimp. It's good. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's really That's, good, yeah. You get it in the tacos. I do. I get and it And we get it as an appetizer. That's right. We it is fantastic. Uh, All the food is great. Great beer selection, great people. We sit on the patio. It's going to be that type of weather during football season. We've had celebrations at Horizons before. We yeah. have, man. We go there. You actually have a pretty decent chance of seeing one of us and because we're real, at Horizons that's really a lot. The draw. That Let's is the draw. We might be draw. there, folks. And I was going to say, I've been there for brunch. I don't know if you two gentlemen have, have been yeah. there for brunch, mm -hmm. but you got the NFL season coming right around the corner. It's going to be. By you're listening to this, it might have already started. Go there for brunch, and then you got your direct TV. You can watch your NFL teams while you're eating your eggs. Ira, where is Horizons? It's up on Bannerman Crossing off Thomasville Road at the intersection of Bannerman back there in that plaza. You know who's, what favorite restaurant Santa Claus's favorite restaurant is? Oh, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Almost got him. Almost got him. Ho, 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 Horizons. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Is he running around outside? At a potty break. Oh, my goodness gracious. It worked, it worked. Doing a radio show right here, partner. It, it worked so well for him last time, he figured he'd take another one. You ready to go rapid fire? Let's do it. Here Let's we go. do it. Rapid fire. Uh, first of all, I got to get back over to the board so I can oh, see these hey, questions. Uh, we have. A I got one second while you're doing that. So somebody asked in the chat about uh, Dylan Gibbons making his uh, post about uh, Which Brian Kelly. He said something like, "There's no fake accents in here." Yeah, there's a picture of their yeah. their locker room. Uh, one of his family members also made a post on Facebook and and just used this quote to say, two of the greatest motivators in life are to prove someone right who believed in you." Or to prove someone wrong who didn't. There you go. That's, uh, okay. That says all you need to know about Dylan Gibbons and uh, Brian Kelly. Well, but that's not abnormal when you leave a program. You're probably going to have a little ill will towards the coach you left. But also because of the fact he was there for five years. Yeah. Looked like he was finally getting his chance and then didn't. Basically yeah. was told to hit the road, it seemed like. Muscle Shoal Noel writes, who in your opinion benefits the most from this bye week physically or mentally? Travis took some shots along with Lovett at the end. Their thoughts. Um, I think the whole team is a little banged up, frankly, and could use this break. Yeah. Um, Cooper, Johnny Wilson. Uh, the offensive line. The offensive line. I mean, Maurice the offensive Smith. Line a lot. Maurice Smith could Gutted really use game 12 out. days. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we need Maurice needs to get completely healthy because he, he does he does stay hurt a Great lot of times. He does him, fight though, through man. it, though. To, he does to fight be out there it. playing, yeah. man. Next question, Random John. How much has your opinion changed on what our end-of-season record will be? Did we raise the floor or the ceiling both? Well, we raised the floor. I, I, I certainly believe that. I, I, I think it raises the ceiling to me. I mean, I think you're to the point somebody made earlier. I think you're there's, you know, I mean, I I just think that I could easily see nine and three if they play the way they played for most of that game. And stay healthy, get injury luck, get some turnover yeah. luck. They haven't even I don't, have they had a turnover yet in two games. Mm, I don't think no, they've created so. a turnover. Like had one or created one. Um, I guess the I mean, fumbled the, the fumbled punts. Um, if you get some injury luck and some turnover luck and actually take advantage of the turnovers instead of scoring zero points after two fumbled punts. Yeah, man, they, I, I think nine and three uh, is doable, but you know we'll, we'll see. I still not, still wonder about this defense a little bit, but we'll and the offense, all of it. Nothing's proven. It was one game, but it was a fun game. Matt writes: Has there been a QB in history that has improved as much as Jordan Travis did from last season? Yes, 
Uh, seriously impressive. Only ponder from 08 to 09 comes to mind for me is what Matt writes. Um, Jordan has improved immensely, but there have been a lot of quarterbacks that have improved. I'm not trying to take anything away from Jordan. In fact, I'm celebrating him today, and I did yesterday, and I'm going to continue to be excited about him. But there are guys who, who when get yeah. the opportunity, who have improved. Um, and it certainly helped him that they've made the decision. some improvements what, around what's him. What's so yeah. cool, though, is that one play where he scrambles out. And I think Todd, uh, Tom, not Todd, we don't have a Todd on the staff, do we? We don't. Um, Tom we brought it up one, on though. the – I know, Todd's a cool name. Those guys – have you ever is met a Todd, Todd you didn't like? Todd Bridges busy? Um, I interviewed Todd Bridges. Okay. All yeah. I wanted to talk about was that he shot somebody in the head and we yeah. didn't really get a chance to. But, hey, to we, let's, let, yeah, back on subject. But Todd Bridges, <laughs> I mean, is he still alive? Didn't all those kids um, die? Um, but, yeah, so so Tom talked about the play where, where Travis scrambles around um, see how it is. I start talking, we and Ira get, goes to his phone. We could get Todd Fordham. <laughs> there you go, Todd, an old knoll, a great knoll. Yeah. Um, he scrambles around to his right. It's first and fifteen. It looks like he can run for at least twelve yards. Yeah, and the he keeps his eyes downfield, makes the that. throw, and he hits Pittman for like a twenty-four yard gain on the run. Man, that is that's next yeah. level stuff that you haven't seen. Millwill Gunhouse, what does the game say to the SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey when considering expansion teams? Uh, I don't know that it says anything, but it doesn't hurt that you won it. And it doesn't hurt that you traveled exceptionally That's, well. And, and it doesn't number. hurt that there were 6 million people 6. watching. 6.3 million is a so huge those number, are all man. really good things. Yeah. Those and, are all selling yeah. points. It was, uh, man, there were the reaction from the entire Florida State administration, support staff, told the story. This, is, I mean, they have to start winning games like this. Todd Bridges is 57 and alive, apparently. So. There you go, TB. So he's available. All right. You want to reach out to him? Well, let's Get see. him on the show? Let's Just see. reminisce? He, he might be confused. R.A. Andrews writes, gentlemen, the LSU on three side has to give away a hat to get fans to pay a buck. Did you harass them about that? Was Jeff more excited the block kick won the game or secured the under? <laughs> well, yeah, no I, did, I, I, did, I did have the under. Uh, I also, I did win my money on the first half, uh, first quarter, I should say. I had the first quarter under LSU 10.5 points. That came through easily. So I lost my money. I had I had that game pegged but you in were, terms of that. But you, I was you doing wanted it for the greater happen, good. Right. I was doing it for the greater good. I it was weird watching both of y'all's reaction because remember I wasn't there. I walked back into you two guys just sitting there staring at the field. You were staring at the field. He was having to, I guess, tear up another game, the story. another game story. Um and I, you were just staring there in awe. And I'm like, man, they did win, right? And I had to look up and check the scoreboard. It did say 24-23 because, yeah. of course, I was in the dark. I hadn't I hadn't seen what had happened. Yeah, because I basically we try to have the story ready when the game ends. I had a story written where they win when they're up fourteen with five. Yeah, it's a go. good story to write. Then well, they, they uh, recover the punt. You're then, like, well, the game's over. And then so I'm going back and forth, and then they end up winning because I at that point I'm thinking, man, they're going to lose this in overtime. So what was the headline if they lost? Did, did you had no the headlines was had you doing written that, that yet? Okay. No, uh, headlines was coming. Okay. I'm just kind of curious. It would have been written. f all this. It would have been like, are you effing kidding me? Yeah, that's all it would have been. That been, been. Yeah, fire Norvell. Yeah, <laughs> hey fellas, double twin dad here. This is from Scott, the guy from last season that went from one to three kids and then three to five. Yeah, Yikes. that's right. Yeah, he Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways, huge win for the Knowles, but the bigger W had to be only waking up one out of five on that brown block. Well done, Scott. Well done. You only wake up one out of five on a block like that. I mean, I would have uttered expletives that the entire street would have heard Yeah, in celebration. But you were, you were calm in the press box. Well, I'm a professional. professional. You were a pro. I'm a, I'm a You're pro. a pro. I'm I was pro. not calm in the bathroom. I, I knew was, something great had happened. You know. <laughs> uh, Ward to Dunn writes, guys, overall, what a massive win for the program in Norvell. If the Noles beat Louisville to start 3-0, and 
what would be the updated ceiling for this team? I don't think we have to update the records every week, guys. I don't think that we're going to do that I on the show. I think 3-0 with BC and Wake coming, probably maybe Wake without their starting quarterback. 5-0. Um, I mean, well, you, you could really start to think 5-0, yeah. but this program is not anywhere near a place where you can just start checking off wins. They just they they haven't done that yet ever. They no. haven't done that in four, five, six years. But where you could just check a W off. No, for sure. But I did think I thought for them to go eight and four, I had them having to be about four and one after the first five yeah, games. You and I both. Did. Now they could be five and zero. Oh, now that makes me think, okay, nine wins is definitely possible. It's gonna be fun, man. I mean, what? What? We, again, we'll go and, back to the beginning of the show. The shifting of expectations. It certainly is what happened when you win football games. If you continue to win football games, you'll have the entire fan base thinking that eleven wins is prop. You know. Possible, yeah. Possible, but yeah. it's cool that they played. It wasn't a. It wasn't smoke and mirrors. They weren't lucky to be in the game. They were unlucky that it was a game. Yeah. That's I will what's just, so encouraging. I would just say this, and it's not meant to put a damper. If FSU loses a game here in the very near future, hopefully not to Louisville, but if they do, remember losses happen for a reason. And when they happen, even if you had it in your head that it was possible in the preseason, they elicit emotions. So right now, cloud nine. 10-2, and two, it's in the minds of a lot of Florida State fans. Fair enough. Lose a game in which you're favored. Let's see what that reaction is. For sure. The other thing I would say, though, is you know, you made the point earlier, Corey was talking about how good it, or it might have been you, how good it was for the other players to see Jordan play like Step that. Step up like that. It was me. I, think was, I made that point. It was, it was yeah. a well-reasoned point. Thank you. But I honestly think that kind of was already in them because of the confidence they had in him last year. Like, I don't think they liked Mackenzie Milton. I don't think they. I don't think a lot of the players felt like he gave them the best chance to win. We agree. And we so, all, we're all on board. So with that you thought. look at the last seven, eight games with him at quarterback. When he was available and healthy, they were in or had a chance to win or won all those games. And now you have him back as a better passer. As a better passer, that changes things. A I lot. mean, it it does change so what, he, what's possible. Nine and three in the in the twelve games he started. The last twelve games he started and played the majority of the game. Uh, they're not well. They just started. They're nine and three in the last twelve games right. he started, um, and those three losses were overtime to Notre Dame, three point loss at Clemson, a three point loss at Florida. They're a team with so, him. They're so, a real. Yeah. They're a competent top twenty five. And he's better than he was him. a year ago. Who wins that game, LSU FSU? If that game goes to overtime, does it LSU. take more than one overtime to decide? That's from Scott. I'm not entirely certain if that game goes to overtime, Florida State loses, because they'll get to get the ball in the 25. I know who loses if he goes for two. That's correct. That's the better answer. <laughs> yeah. And that's why he should have gone for two. That's crazy that you were a house money man. It's crazy you even yeah. t- you were in that position to have a one play to win the game. Go try to win it. That's yeah, crazy. It, was, yeah. That, was it Jacksonville State? The, who was it that year? ULM. Oh, ULM. ULM, yeah. ULM could have gone for two and, and beaten. <laughs> oh, he would have walked in. And missed the extra point. Yeah. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. I'm sure everyone's excited after the win and what it means for Norvell and the program, but what is going on with Fitzgerald? Is he a lost cause at this point? I don't see how Mike can trust him. Well, I, it's a fair point, Seth. Um, I, I wouldn't trust him. I'm not so sure he did trust him because if you think about the play call there where they fumble yeah, the ball, yeah. I wonder if he's not going to settle for a field goal because in theory, at that point, and you pointed it out, Ryan Kelly's not even calling timeouts. The game is over. Yeah. You could take a knee three times and let the clock run and kick a field goal, yeah. and the game is over. But if you don't trust Slappy to make a twenty-yard field goal, then maybe you call. I think a toss he trusts them thirty yards and in. You think so? I think if that's a thirty-six yarder, it, he's he's. But the really point nervous. the point remains yes. they got a problem. Yes, he did stop kicking out of bounds. That was a positive. 
He's kicking it to like the you know, seven, though. I mean, man. you like, know, look, e, they didn't go out of bounds. <laughs> I mean, it, it's 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 disconcerting. Were the officials correct at the end of the game with one second remaining? I assume if it hadn't been miscalled originally, that they would have moved the chains, blew the whistle, and then the game would have been over. Well, Brian, that's just it. If they had gotten the call right. That he was down in bounds, they would have placed the ball. They would have moved yeah. the chains while on the clock, which should have happened since he did get tackled in bounds. Well, that's pretty clear. correct, yeah. correct. But they didn't, they didn't no. get it right. So we ended up with the debacle that we ended up with, where they were kind of, I think, making it up. As and they had long. eleven minutes to think of what play they wanted to run from the three. So the, you know, the football gods took care of Florida State with the Shaheen Brown block. That's what I. That's that's my story. Shaheen Brown took care of Florida State, man, all time. Build the statue of that kid. All-time block. Jeff Rice, do you think the Noles are in a better place going forward winning 24-23 than they would have winning 31-17? That's interesting. We've had several people kind of bring up that point. Wait, did it yeah, just 61, say – 61, half dozen, the other. Read the start of that question again. Do you think the Noles are in a but better no, place? Did he say Jeff? No, his name is Jeff. Oh, okay. I thought he was just asking you for your yeah, opinion. I was, together, oh, yeah, buddy. come on now. What was the crazier finish, ECU versus NC State or UNC versus App? Oh, UNC and App State. That, that was insane. Uh, Florida State all, needs to play that UNC defense this year. Well, yeah, they'd feel good about themselves. Oh, I do think North Carolina has a quarterback. Yeah, Damn yeah. it, man. I mean, yeah. that, kid, that kid's well, good. Well, they better. Well, they better is right because they're not going to stop anybody. Okay. One more before a break? Are One these more. all Twitter? No, back and forth. Oh, look back at and you. forth. Right, back and forth. I'm trying to do everything I can here, guys. Great win for the program. Which of these stats is the most surprising from that game? That's from Brad. He writes, uh, FSU, 11 of 17 on third down. That was yes, impressive. That's, that's I can't even imagine what the next ones are going to be. But well, it's this is a pretty good one. Pokey was 7 for 102 and two tutties. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'd still say third downs, right. man. Booty, two catches, 20 yards. Another good one. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. yeah, that's a You're good right. one. I, I, probably booty. I think probably I, I would have thought they well. would have force-fed him the ball. Well, if you listen to our own Dominic Robinson during the watch-along, he Great job by out, Tom and D-Rob, by the absolutely. way. Absolutely. If you listen to him, he's furious with LSU because Florida State is giving them yardage in yeah. the pass game that they're willing to keep in front of them all day. The catch that Booty makes, his first one, D-Rob is pointing out, that's been there all night. They can run that anytime they want. They should force FSU to get out of this. Right. But they didn't. So that's poor coaching. That's just poor coaching by Brian Kelly. There was a lot of stuff. If you're an LSU fan, there was a lot of stuff. They they didn't look prepared. I mean, there were things. Well, think about how bad their special teams were. I mean, you can't draw up a worse night for special teams, and we've seen some pretty bad ones. I mean, good Christ. You you know, you miss it. You have a a field goal blocked, an extra point blocked, and you muff two putts. And then I think after the fourth down try down near the goal line that was incomplete, LSU gets the ball back with like a minute, just over a minute to go before the half. And they have to call a timeout before the first down because I think they might have had 12 guys they on the field. They had 12 guys on the field. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, they, they looked ill-prepared. But the point I made yesterday, I, I think it was yesterday. When I was, you're right. We've all been talking on so many things. It's not unusual. I'm, I'm reminding myself that LSU is where Florida State was at a few years ago, where yeah. you have a broken culture, a locker room. With some talent. With a lot of talent. A, the culture matters, man. Well, it really does. When you've got some veteran players – who aren't buying in to the new coach because they're going to be gone in a year. You and think that might have happened in Norvell his first year maybe? Right. So yeah. you're watching them look completely like they don't know what kind of team they are. They don't know what they want to be. They don't know what they have. You don't really see him talking to players too much either. It's him mm-hmm. talking to the assistant coaches. He's trying to figure out who wants to be there. I mean, and Norvell had to do that. You remember that. You're kind of like looking around like, is this guy buying in? He he said the right things when I sat across from him in my, in my office, but – 
I'm not seeing it out here today. Yeah. You know, because when the lights come on, it's different than when you're having a conversation in a in a meeting room. You know, in a meeting room, the kid's going to tell you what you want to hear. Then you get out there where you got to sacrifice and you got to do things for the guy next to you. And if you're not all bought in, it ain't going to happen. And I think he's sitting there learning that as the game goes along. I talked to two LSU people after the game. They were like, it cracked me up. We were walking down. One of the guys said, he's like, oh, they got bigger problems than this fan base realizes. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the people in the stands were watching. It was not unlike Florida State fans three years ago going, oh, boy. I got a question for you guys, but we're going to a break, right? I want to tease this. But I, I think I got a I got a provocative one. I'll just say that oh. provocative one, but I don't want to say a what it's about. Provocative question coming yeah. from Corey Clark. Get ready. Hold yeah. on to your seatbelt. Seminole okay. Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. All right, Corey Clark, you're on with the provocative question, and it reads what? It, it's just going to, it's me, it's my question. It's just 30 seconds, but what do you think Travis Hunter was thinking watching the game Sunday night? You think he was watching it? Yes. That they'd just gotten a. A yeah, giant yeah. win over fam? In front of 11,000 people yeah. that nobody watched. Or that stage with 6 million people watching in that Superdome. Look, I'm thinking, man, I'm going to go to the ATM and pull out uh, he had money here. a he few had thousand money here. dollars and do whatever I want. All right. Well, that's cool. That's cool. But, you know, three, listen, two more years of that? Listen, I, okay. well, I doubt two years of that is going to happen. But do you think there has to be an, in, an instant, an ounce of, man, that would have been a lot of fun to be on that stage? And look, they could use me in the prevent. They could use me when their other team's trying to go 99 yards, probably. Oddly, it feels a little bit like what I think when I see a, like a live golfer celebrating a nothing win in an exhibition while watching like good PGA Tour events that actually affect your legacy and then thinking, well, I've got a ton of money. But, I don't but know, Travis you know I mean? Hunter can have a ton of money wherever he goes. He can have a ton of money at every school in the country. But yeah. he, he also has a stage matters too. That's all. Anyway, it's a great win. Jason writes, which is dirtier? And I'm not bitter, gang. I'm not I bitter. Just I was going to say, yeah. well, he's, he's, he's from my not home really, county. Not really on my mind. He's from Gwinnett County, so you, you grew up nine miles from where I live. I, you know, just, you know, it would have been cool to cover him. 
Actually, I'm going to read two questions that make me smile. <clears throat> Vernon writes, I sat next to a guy at the game who was wearing an authentic Alex Hornibrook jersey. Oh, nice. Old Hornswoggle's yeah. back. Yeah. What's the most obscure FSU jersey you've ever seen somebody wearing? That one. That yeah, one. That has Vernon, to be. that's the best one I've seen. I thought it was pretty funny on Bourbon Street. I saw Lonnie Pryor wearing a Jameis Winston jersey. Nice. I, that, I was like, is he trying to let people think? think man, I wish I, had, I wish I had ran into my man Lonnie. I didn't see him. He seemed like he was having a good time oh, on Bourbon sure. Street. Oh, sure. I would have had a beer with him or, yeah. or something, some sort of drink. Uh, Jason Wright, which is dirtier, that targeting hit on Travis or Bourbon Street gutters at 3 a.m.? <laughs> the gutters. And so you guys, when you're there Friday and Saturday night, you don't even get a sense of it because it's it's just so many people. Man, when you're there on a Thursday night like I was, just kind of walking the streets and there's not that many people on Bourbon Street, yeah. you really get a sense of, oh man, this is yeah. this is a whole this is crazy. This is crazy. They don't just they just don't care. You just put throw whatever you want. But it's cool. It's a good time. Had a really good time. Really we good New Orleans. It's just I've said this every time I've left both Las Vegas and or New Orleans. It's time to go home. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> every felt, time yeah. I've left either one yeah. of those places, like a lot of vacations and things you go on, you're like, oh, I wish we had another couple days. No, no. New you Orleans, never say that about New Orleans. Nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying you're ready to go by the time it's time to go. And same for We Las should Vegas. say that uh, Jordan Travis just tweeted out like an hour ago that uh, Ollie Gay, the kid that targeted him in the helmet, reached, re- out, to reached out to him and apologized. Listen, I want to go back to this. It was ugly. It was a terrible scene. I've never seen anything like it yeah, last 10 well, years. I mean, I, yeah, probably last seen a couple years. of weird ones. But the only thing I'll say is, Again, watching his reaction, I don't think he realized yeah. just how bad it was. He was appalled at himself. Like, go back and watch. It almost takes his breath away. He realized, like, I did that? Jeez. You know I mean? You can lose your mind out there. It's yeah. an emotional game. You're yeah. angry. The kid um, won't go down. You keep running after him all night. And he just no, he's made you run ragged. You can't yeah. get him down. He's throwing accurately, yeah. which I'm sure they didn't expect. He's probably frustrated as all hell. Nathaniel writes, no excuse. Shouldn't have done it, but he got kicked out for it. There yeah. you go. Nathaniel writes, guys, how do you balance the great job FSU did to thwart the LSU passing game for three quarters with how flawed and possibly not 100% healthy Duke looked down the stretch? Was this sound scheme? One read and run, Jaden Daniels. I'm trying to figure out how much to freak out with elite QBs on the future docket. Well, Jaden Daniels not elite, and you're right to point out to freak out that there will be more accurate passers that we'll see. But I also think it's fair to point out that he had to run because yeah. Florida State's defensive line was getting pressure for him. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe the first read wasn't open that much. It wasn't. Yeah, so that's good. And that's they the got positive. pressure on him. And, but, I do, I, listen, I brought it up earlier in the show. I, we've got to see Duke Cooper playing better. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I need him to show me something, and I, and I haven't seen it. Uh, I also wonder if the prevent, it was, more, it, it was more magnified to be in the prevent because of those receivers. I mean, you're scared to death of those guys. One, like, you've yeah. got to keep those guys in front of you. With Maybe you don't do that against other teams down the street. Quick Twitter question here while we still have time. It took FSU playing at max potential to outlast a sloppy LSU team. Ah, Ronnie, here's where I'm going to disagree with you in the middle of the question. I don't think Florida State played their best game. No. Uh, Nowhere close to their best and they game. they left 17 points out and, there at least. And, and think about a couple of the passes, like not only the passes that were dropped in the end zone that could have been touchdowns for Florida State, the pass to Pokey down the sideline was perfect. Yeah. And Pokey just barely was out of bounds. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, Florida State had some other kill shots in that game. If Johnny Wilson catches hit. the touchdown, yeah. if Cam McDonald catches the right. dime in the yeah. middle of the field, there's a lot there. Um, he went on to say they look great, but do you think they'll be able to maintain that level of intensity week after week? Yeah, I think they'll be intense. They're hungry. They're starving. I think Florida State is a starving program. These guys got a taste of success, but understood that, and they will understand after going to that film meeting, 
uh, that they left a ton out there. So they're, they're, this is not something to take for granted. I think they will play hard, and I think they'll play better. I think they'll play a cleaner game. I think you'll see greater consistency. The offense is sustainable. They they're not I, a, they're not a perfect team. They they're, they're going to lose a couple games, guys. But I did like the way that the I like the way Jordan Travis and the offensive line everybody operated with the, when the LSU crowd got into it. They were into it. But Louisville will be different. That you will not have any fans there. Yeah, maybe well, that's a, not true. Have a few. Yeah, I bet you'll have eight. Not to make eight. a noticeable not, difference. Yes, it it won't you a, won't feel like it's half and it half. It won't be a neutral site game. And no. so that's going to be a challenge. We'll have to see how they handle that. I got to give Rich credit for the picture in the observation. He writes: Is there anything more Florida State than sitting in a spring river with a cold beer, listening to seminal headlines? Hashtag cold water for that ass. It's a great picture if you haven't seen it on Twitter. I know Ira, you responded to it, so that was good. Yes. He, uh, it's well done. Well done. And it's a beautiful picture. Anyhow, uh, from a coaching standpoint, the way Fuller sets up prevent rushing only three, why not all defensive ends or three quicker players on the field? You're effectively conceding the run anyway. Would it not be more effective than having Lovett and Coop and Briggs try to cheese, uh, chase a quarterback like Daniels? Yes. They, and yeah, I, they I, did have Cooper out there for some of that. It doesn't, doesn't make any make sense. sense. It does, yeah. And so they, we'll, we haven't gotten to talk to Adam Fuller. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll get to talk to him after uh, tomorrow's practice. We're not sure. Um, but, yes, that is a question that has to be brought up. Having Robert Cooper out there in a one-minute drill when they have to go 99 yards just makes zero sense. Real quick, FSU Stu brought it up in the chat, and it looks accurate. Sam Hartman has been cleared to return for Wake Forest. And, uh, look, man, I thought before he got injured or whatever happened to him, I thought Florida State was going to win that game. You have, to beat, you have to beat Wake Forest, even with Sam Hartman at home. And, and I, I, to me, it doesn't change a whole lot, but, but he is going to be could back. Be, and could be good a shootout. Could be a shootout. Right. I think it changes uh, a lot in the sense that Florida State, I still like them to win the game. I yeah. agreed with you before the start of the season that needed to win that game to get where they want to right. go, but I think it becomes oh, he's a lot closer better, game. Yeah, yeah he, he provides uh, a problem um, because I do think, you know, right now, my chief concern right now uh, are the corners, so we'll see. And he will pick them apart if, that, if they can't get to him, but maybe they get to him. So, yeah. you know, hey, listen. One game at a time, guys. Yep. That's yep. all I'm saying. Hey, hey, but we need to stop looking ahead. But there's some reason to be excited about these matchups. And yeah. you can't you can't get to twelve and zero until you get to two and zero. And they're two and zero. Two and zero, baby. And on that note, for Corey and Ira, I'm Jeff. Our thanks to Director Matthew and all of you. Be good, everybody. We'll talk to you throughout the week. Don't forget Warchant.com. Sign up right now. It's just a buck. Just a buck. One just dollar. a buck. One dollar. Peace, everybody. 